Good morning, City Church. Welcome to another episode of City Church Together. On today's episode, Dustin Walker, our families and communities pastor, has a conversation with leaders from city students and city kids about what it means to parent and be a family during this pandemic. Now, this conversation took place over a video call, so the audio may not be as sharp, but the conversation is full of wisdom and encouragement that you and I need today. So let's jump right in. Everybody, uh, this is Dustin Walker, and I'm actually joined by a few guests here: uh, Kiva Atwood, our City Kids Director, and two of our Student Ministry staff, Chris Martin and Tracy Bowler. You guys want to give proof of life out there? Hello. 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 There they are, the quartet of folks on this uh, edition. Uh, we're obviously mixing things up a little bit today and basically we're just going to record a conversation uh, between the four of us about next gen kind of issues uh, for you mainly for you parents out there but if you're not a parent please don't just stop listening so I think uh, hopefully you can get some good things out of this too um, but by virtue of who's on this call we are going to kind of talk a little bit more about the parenting realm um, but we're going to do that by centering on a particular verse of scripture um, it is Ephesians 5, verses 5, uh, 15 and 16, and I'll read that for us. It says, Pay careful attention then how, uh, then how you live, not as unwise people, but as wise, making the most of the time because the days are evil. So in this uh, kind of summary statement, Paul is reminding uh, the Ephesians, of everything basically that he's been saying and going back about a chapter, uh, kind of summarizing the things that he has been calling them to. Um, but that phrase that they're making the most of the time uh, is the one that kind of stands out. And that's what we're going to talk about um, in this conversation. Um, and I look forward to hearing you guys kind of share about how as, as individuals, as parents, um, and even helping our kids understand um, what it means right now in these times to make the most of the time that we have. Um, so, uh, Chris, I know you guys, you had said that y'all had talked with our students recently about this, and you know, I'd love to hear from you and from Tracy about um, what you guys have encouraged our students to do in terms of making the most of their time right now. Sure. So um, when Trace and I, when we were all talking about on Marco Polo about having a conversation like this, um, Tracy and I both felt, I think, a little bit inadequate and ill-equipped to tell parents how to spend this time. It's really easy for, well, I, I guess now I am a parent of a week and a half year, year old, a week and a half old baby. You're an expert uh, now. Yeah. So I'm ready to write my first parenting book. Um, but the, uh, I think the you know, while we aren't parents, I think I can think back to when I was a student, which though it was 10 years ago that I was in high school, doesn't feel that long ago. Um, I think the thing that I would tell parents and tell students is that, you know, unless this whole thing resurges again in the fall, which is definitely possible, or, you know, even next year or whatever, it's, un it's you know, no one, none of us have experienced anything like this before. And no one, and we won't experience anything like quite like this again, because even if it does resurge in the fall, hopefully we're a little bit more prepared and equipped and understand how things work. But this isn't even like an, it's tempting maybe for students, especially now that we're not going back to school, uh, for students and parents of students to think of this as like, oh, it's like extended summer, but it's really not 
because even summers are hyper-programmed with sports or vacations or things like that. This is really like an extended weekend in which you're not allowed to go out and do anything or see anyone uh, for months on end. Um, and so I think it's understandable if parents of students or kids are a little bit uh, working from home or working without the ability to send to a daycare or something like that, going a little bit stir crazy. I think the thing that I would encourage, uh, so what I encourage our students toward when we've had our first like video youth group a few weeks ago, the thing I encourage students toward was just to try to make the most of this time with the understanding that it's unlike any time they'll ever have again. So I think what would high school Chris be doing during this time? Well, probably spending his time on wisely in a lot of ways, but like I loved writing when I was in high school. I started like writing a little blog when I was in high school. I'd probably be like, how can I write as much as humanly possible in this time? I don't have any school to worry about or whatever. So it was kind of, I think encouraging students toward, um, you know, not something as rigid as you must do school for eight hours a day, just like you would be doing if you were in school, but also not, you don't have to do anything. You can just watch movies and play video games all day. I think finding some sort of like constructive hobby can be really helpful. I think of like, was poloing with Micah Atwood yesterday. I love that there, I told him this when we were poloing that I think it's great that he has extra time to spend working on his music stuff that he loves so much. Um, I think it's cool. That's, it's a hobby. It's not something that's directly related to school, but it's also not just putzing around watching TV all day or whatever. It's kind of a fun, constructive thing that uh, could be really impactful for him as he gets older, even if right now it's just kind of a, you know, a hobby that he, he, did, he does or did in his free time. Um, so I think doing things like that, finding things that are constructive but not boring, uh, you know, could be really cool. But I think the thing that I would say, the last thing I would say is this. Um, when I was in high school, I was a terrible kid to my parents. I got good grades. I didn't get in trouble at school, um, but I would fight with my parents all the time. I was super stubborn. I would tell my mom she was a terrible mom because she would tell me, you can't do this because I said so, and I would think that's bad or whatever. Um, I was a terrible, I was really hard. I was a very hard teenager to say the least. Um, but when I went off to college, she still bawled her eyes out that I was leaving. She was really sad. Um, and so despite me being really difficult and her having gone through the ringer with me as a student, she was still really sad to see me go. Um, I think parents who are probably going through a lot of difficulty right now with students or kids, um, when your students or kids go off to college or, or just leave the house in three, five, seven years, um, you'll probably still ball your eyes out, be really sad that your kids are leaving and while this time is really difficult for you now, you'll probably look back on the, your kids will certainly remember this time and you'll look back on this time and maybe wish you had some of it back. Um, so do what you can to make the most of it. I'm not a parent of students. Uh, I don't know, you know, all the practical ways that that works best. Um, but I do think that just trying to find ways to be constructive without being rigid and boring and, and, uh, overly structured is probably a good way to go. So I'll stop talking and let the, let, let the other experts talk. That was good. Thank you for sharing that, Chris. Appreciate it. Tracy, do you want to uh, throw in anything to you, like particularly for students? Yeah. Um, it's kind of in the same boat as Chris, you know, I don't feel like, you know, I, I can uh, tell a parent how to be a parent, especially since I'm not even, I'm not one, but at the same time, um, I've been spending a lot of time talking, to a lot of our youth and 
really, even in my own life, some of what Chris was saying, you know, I've been taking this time to uh, kind of waste it. <laughs> in a lot of ways, I uh, was playing video games, you know, for forever and just really wasting my time. And I could definitely talking to some of the youth and some of the students that we have, uh, they are prone to do the same thing. And so uh, one of the things I've encouraged them with and, and even um, in my own life is deciding to use this time to cultivate relationships, which I think is really important. Uh, along the lines of what Chris said about um, when he went to college and his mom being upset and crying because she loved him so much and, and that uh, she was still going to miss him. I think now is a great time to be cultivating those relationships, to, to, to build relationships with um, your son or your daughter and vice versa. I've been telling the students that uh, now is a great time. You know, it, it may seem a little weird, but sit down and ask your parents a question that, you know, you've never asked them before. Hey, you know, how'd you guys meet? Or, Hey, you know, um, what's the story behind, you know, your favorite experience in high school. I think now is a great time for us to be uh, spending time uh, having conversation with one another um, and even for the kids, I know um, we have some seniors in our um, in our uh, youth group, and right now with with senior year being canceled and literally they're, them not going back to school is has been really hard on some of them. And uh, something that is has been encouraging to me is the way that they are trying to um, have conversations with their friends because. Mm -hmm. You know, when I think back to senior year or the end of any school year, really, you know, the last week or two is really just saying bye to people like, hey, I'll see you, you know, next year. But a lot of the seniors aren't getting that opportunity. They're not getting the opportunity to say goodbye to their friends that they probably won't see again. And so um, I think it's, it's also a good idea in this time to encourage our, stu our, our students, your students, your uh, kids to be in conversation with um their friends and it doesn't have to be on a video game uh, which would be mm -hmm. my excuse is that I have to talk to my friends on a video game but using their phones and and uh using zoom and and talking to their friends in that way because in a lot of ways they're really missing uh that opportunity now and so I think encouraging that and it helps with cultivating relationships with their friends uh as well yeah well that, that's that's helpful too like uh one thing I've I've been thankful uh, for, for our girls in doing it. By no means are we doing this uh, probably 100% the right way. In fact, I know we're not. Um, but I've been encouraged, one, by uh, like Elizabeth Evans, who's reached out to our girls, um, has tried to reach out to them on Marco Polo and uh, Google Hang Hangouts um, just to encourage them. But also the way our girls have, you know, they, they have friendships from school and at church that they've tried to maintain and they've we've tried to set up some zoom calls for them and their friends just so they can hang out and talk to each other and uh you know it's hard it's definitely different but like you said tracy there's not just high school seniors but there's probably students that are finishing elementary school that are going to a different middle school next year I mean, just kindergartners that won't get to finish their very first year of school. And so parents, I'm, you know, I've, I've seen, you know, and heard parents say that that's hard knowing that their kid can't go back and actually just finish the year. Um, and, you know, finding ways to still encourage uh, communication between, you know, your child and other children um, is I think a very huge part of that and just maintaining and building those relationships. 
Um, and I know Kiva, that's one thing that you've tried to do with some of the classes is try to speak with the kids. And some of the kids have been kind of silly with each other, <laughs> sending crazy messages to each other uh, through that as well. So what would you kind of add to that? Um, I, something that as we were reading this verse, a few verses down, it just says, give thanks always for everything to God. Um, and in talking about what we've been talking about, I think we can easily find ourselves uh, in the thick of things that are hard, like trying to get our kids to do schoolwork and trying to make sure they do enough of it. Um, if we have, if you have little ones that are just clingy and with you always and on you and, um, but just trying to find ways to be thankful. Um, I, I think of thankfulness as the way to um, root out negativity. And so when you can, in a moment where it's hard, being able to think of something you're thankful for, um, like just the, the sun shining um, and being thankful that our kids can go outside and that the weather, that this pandemic didn't hit in the winter that it hit at the beginning of spring when, yeah. Yeah. when we can see leaves growing and we can see sunshine and we can see bright green grass, like just things like that, that vitamin D, um, that we can, <laughs> um, just our kids are being allowed to be outside. I mean, from, for us, my kids spend, you know, hours on end outside because of that. And so just very thankful, um, for the small things that can easily be missed like spring and um we we've been taking family walks at night which we never do because our evenings are usually so um filled with activities our our evenings are usually filled with community group or our kids activities with sports or um other various things and so just being able to after dinner go on a family walk together has been um, enjoyable. And the yeah. kids, the kids are, it's a less structured time where I think they just feel more, uh, comfortable talking. And so that's usually where we get a lot of conversation with the kids. Um, that if we just sat them down and tried to have a conversation with them, they would shy away from. Um, and, uh, just, just, just try to find ways to, be thankful for the time that you have with them. Um, pull out board games um, that, you know, we've, we tried to do competitions with that and just various ways that the time that we have, we're trying to be more intentional with. Um, but also knowing that, you know, we're, like I said, we're thankful for the outdoors because they get to go and run and play. So it's not even so much structure time with us. Um, but those are ways that, and I think that I've seen a lot of parents through the Marco Polos really trying to do things with their kids and be intentional with their kids. And I've been very encouraged by watching them interact. And, um, you know, we've got kids that are building forts in their backyard and um, building, um, uh, I can't even think what it's called, some kind of like skateboard. Um, and just, kids are just out doing things and parents are encouraging that. And it's been fun to watch our parents really, I think that a lot of parents are embracing this time with their kids and that's been very encouraging. Um, and we have so many new babies and 
um, that have been born during this time. And just what a, I know it's isolation in itself is hard, but thankful that this may be creating a space for everybody to hunker down and be together and enjoy new life and um, enjoy this time of just slowing down that's kind of being forced upon us. But with, with new babies, it's, it's kind of a nice slowdown too. So just trying to find ways to be thankful. Yeah. It's definitely not an extended summer break for sure. It feels more like each, each family unit is deployed in our own little submarine deployment. <laughs> like we go down, we don't see anybody else. We hear the pings of like other people out there every now and then. Um, but we're kind of confined to our space until we kind of get out a little bit or, you know, go out in the backyard or take a walk in the neighborhood. But one thing I've been encouraged by is just the, the interaction with other people has been heightened, you know, noticing neighbors, noticing uh, each other, a lot more consideration and patience with each other. Um, just maybe outside the family <laughs> tempers can <laughs> play, of course, inside the family. Um, but I think that's good that um, it's kind of slowed everything down a little bit. Um, and hopefully our, our desire to just churn out productivity and doing work at home, obviously that's not going to happen. And, um, you know, our kids, are we're trying to set up like time during the day where they're still doing some schoolwork. Um, like before coming onto this, like I was trying to sit down with Cameron and Taylor and do math with them. And I was a math teacher, so I, that's was kind of my thing so I like doing that kind of thing but I know most parents don't and you need like four hours to do like 10 minutes worth of homework help with your kids and I get it I understand that um, but I'm thankful that I, I get to sit down and do those kinds of things uh, with them and take walks in the neighborhood go on bike rides that kind of stuff um, definitely more hugs happening throughout the day and being silly with each other in addition to all the you know, getting on to our girls, like you're not doing what you need to be doing. You're distracted now. Um, but we're trying to make the most of the time, hopefully like all of you guys are. Um, Cause on the end of this, we do want to come out of this, like having grown through this time. Uh, we don't just want to go through it. We want to mm -hmm. grow through, it. <laughs> um, but we really do. Um, you know, we want to come out of this. I think we'll all be more grateful for our time together um, yeah. in our families. And when our families are able to get back together and see people from church and see friends and coworkers and everything in a way that was normal before. Um, but hopefully God continues to work in us. And, um, you know, I just want to encourage parents to, uh, you know, set some goals, but be realistic to let God work through that. And let's just pray towards that end um, for, our, for our families and, and in our church. Um, and don't neglect relationships. You know, when somebody comes to mind, I wonder how they're doing. Send them a text, give them a phone call, send a Marco Polo to them. Um, same thing with kids. If your kids want to reach out to somebody, encourage that. Fan that into flame. If they want to call grandma and you know, let's make a time for that. You know, if they want to uh -huh. uh, get in touch with their friends, let's try to make a time for that. Um, I think that's a way that we can encourage our kids to, to keep looking outward and not just inside the walls of our house houses, um, but try to keep a little bit more perspective. Um, so I don't know where we go from this. I don't know if we'll, if we'll do this again, if we'll, uh, 
mix things up in the future. Um, perhaps nobody will listen to this at all and it won't be needed. <laughs> or maybe we just answered all the questions and you know, there won't be any need for any of this anymore. Um, but guys, thank you all for jumping on here. Um, if you are listening, thank you for that. Um, and, uh, we look forward to seeing you guys again and praying that we can all make the most of the time that we have right now. Mm -hmm.